Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's Thursday. We're going to get off the rails a little bit. My buddy uh, Derek Richards is here. Comedian Derek Richards. How are you, buddy? Good to see you, man. Yeah, man. We're nice good, to come on the show. Time. I think uh, I was trying to, we were, we were talking about trying to come on and you were in, uh, I think, Nashville at the time. Yeah, I was, Last doing, time I I was doing the remote Had uh, swung through here. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Good to see you too, man. Las Vegas, comedian. He's on Normal World a lot with uh, Dave Landau and Quarter Black Garrett and that whole team. So if you if he looks familiar and you've been watching any of the sketches on there, watching him co-host with Dave a few times, then that's the guy. That's the guy. I started following him a couple of years ago on Twitter, when it was Twitter. And uh, he's putting comedy clips on there. And I think we interacted a little bit maybe on the private message thing. You slid into my DMs, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Inappropriately. A man or appropriately. Can, a man can dream. Whatever. A man can dream. Um, Late nights at a Holiday Inn Express, what do you want me to do? <laughs> do, you, uh, do you, as much as you travel, like I've started doing this thing called hotel reviews on my social media. And it's like I pick out the worst thing about the hotels where I stay and I make it look like I'm really slumming it, which right. I rarely honestly am. Right. I like, you know, sometimes these places, these venues will provide a hotel for you. And it's like, yeah, I'm not staying in that. I'll, mm. But I'll check in. Right. You know, poop in the toilet, leave it, whatever. But uh, Because it was already done yeah, when you got there anyway. It was there anyway. Yeah. Just adding to the septic system. Sure. It's so I've started doing these little funny hotel reviews um, and putting them out there. And people are like, my God, why do you stay in these places? Uh, how long have you been doing comedy? I started 30 years ago. 30 years. But I mean, full time, it's been, uh, I'd say, 23 Wow, that's still a veteran. That's a so. veteran deal, man. You've been doing it a long time. Yeah. When you're out on the road, like, do you see, do you stay in just like some places that, you know, you kind of are ashamed that you stayed there and um, like, oh, I, I really succumbed to that $19 hotel. Room. Oh, all the time. <laughs> just a road warrior. I mean, just, a, yeah. I mean, yeah. places I've stayed, things I've slept with, <laughs> it's all the same. There's, there's times I would have rather dragged my. Unco- uncovered manhood over the sheet of a night's in, you know, and and and, and hope oh. for the best. But I mean, no, there's plenty of times. I mean, you know, we're from comedy clubs. I mean, they were just these one nighters, you know, yeah. through the years. And then they'll stick you in a uh, you know little roadside dump yeah. that just happens to be near the club. And you know, once in a while you're surprised and it's clean, but yeah. more than likely it's not. Yeah. Um. You know, I've stayed in some places where you know there was a hotel years ago. It was in. Uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, right down the road from uh, Fort Campbell. Mm-hmm. And um, get in there, and I'm trying to make a phone call. Couldn't make a phone call. This is before cell yeah. phones. And I called the front desk. I go, I can't get on the phone. She go, And the lady says, well, you know, uh, everybody's on the phone now. Oh, wow. And I went, what, huh? Wow. And it was a hotel that catered to a lot of construction workers. Mm. Long story short, it was a party line. Really? So there was only like like two lines that actually went out of the hotel in a place that had like... 30 rooms <laughs> single story i mean just you know you can see the like i can look under the under yeah. the under the uh like like every hotel in uh no country for old men yes yeah that's scary yeah i can remember talking about tennessee i can remember i used to travel through and i'd stop in like jackson tennessee and i'd stay at the old hickory Inn. i'll get some messages about this because i guarantee you that place is still there you could get a room there for 21.95 you could eat a $3 sirloin in the bar, sing karaoke, and sleep with the bartender, and drink all night and still not spend 30 bucks on the whole deal. <laughs> Including her. Including her, if it was a her. Um, but I did all of those things. I mean, it's a definite one of those flip the mattress, because damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I wrote a song and put it out on my album in 2020 uh, called Motel 6, and I was based off of that experience staying at the Old Hickory Inn. And, uh, yeah, I've stayed in some scary, scary places, man. Scary places. But uh, I'll keep doing it because it's an adventure. I'll keep doing it, too. I, 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 you really, really need to bring something nasty to the table for me to go, yeah. okay. I mean, if I'm traveling with, you know, a significant other. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay, we're I'm not here to stay impress here. you, baby. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't mind the cigarette burns in this yellow stain. Right. <sighs> That's mine, I think. You'll just tell her that. It's yeah. mine, I promise. It's, it's mine. mine. You no don't smoke, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, but it's, it's, it's a mess. And people say, why do you do that? And I'm like, look, here's the thing. I am a gig person. I, I go out there. People say, God, you travel a lot. I'm like, well, if I'm going to keep going to these cities and they got a check with my name on them, I'm, I'm going to show up and pick them up, mm-hmm. pick up those checks. And I kind of like to save as much money along the way right? because it, travel is expensive, especially these days. And uh, they're like, don't we pay you enough? I'll see smart asses online. Don't we right. pay you enough? No, no, you don't. No, you don't. No. No, I want to keep it. I want to keep all the dimes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm on to I want to keep all the money just because, you yeah. know, we've, we've got about three weeks left to live. That's it. That's We're it. always at that point. Who's yeah. your be- World War Three? Who's coming out on top? What do you think? It's not us. No, oh, no, it's not us. We're no. pussies. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna take the uh, wild card. If I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what uh, MGM has. Okay. Their, uh, see what the odds Caesar are. Caesar Sportsbook. <laughs> and I think like uh, I think Lebanon is like plus nine hundred right now. There you go. You can be victorious in World War Three. Put a few bucks on that. Plus nine hundred. A hundred bucks will win me nine hundred. Yeah. I mean, I'll be dead. I can't collect it. The but, Vegas you know, War Book. The Ve- Syria. Syria is probably about plus 800. Man, if I know I got a big payout coming, I'll be like a cockroach. I'll find something to hide under this bomb proof. Yeah. And I'll be at Glenn Beck's house, you know, because you know he's got a big deep hole oh, somewhere. T- yeah. 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 But I, I don't know, man. It's like we're living in the weirdest world that I don't think people understand how dire some of these circumstances are. Because mm-hmm. we've, been, we've been first world safety and security for so long as a country. And these people who have never contributed contributed anything to that reality are now taken to the streets and protesting, yelling at the sky, screaming, and they're bitching about mm-hmm. everything because something didn't, you know, their latte wasn't warm enough or something, or they no, got yeah. their name wrong on the Starbucks cup. Mm-hmm. People are offended and pissed off by everything. Right. That's why I know we're not going to make it. No. We're not in the book of Revelation. Who's your winner? World War Three. Who I don't know. Who are you picking? I don't know. I got to go with China. I think China's the odds-on favorite all the way across the board. I mean, I see videos like last week. I see these kids, and they're in elementary school or whatever they call it over there. They're in their little indoctrination camps, and those kids are—they got like little—they got little Glock 19s, and they're breaking them all apart and putting them all back together. These kids, and then they're running them over ramps and diving through tunnels and learning how to shoot and launching mortars and shit like this. And these are eight-year-olds and putting petri dishes together with the COVID-20 and COVID-21 <laughs> virus. And little little air air. Fauci is standing over top of him going, nine, nine. <laughs> Which is hilarious that he's he's yelling at him in German. I know, but you get the point. But they all, but they, 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 they understood they that. They teach him five languages over they, there. They, they know it all. Exactly. And they, even the old people are out there, they're you know doing calisthenics and stuff on the rooftop and they're all in unison. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's their lunch break. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're over here taking siestas. We do that now because we're all Mexican. Well, a lot of us are now. A lot of us are. A lot of us are. Millions. Yes. Millions. Uh, But then I saw a thing. Remember when COVID broke out and they were like sealing people in their house and stuff? And like, as far as we know, they're still sealed up in those apartments. They weren't letting them out. Um, (laughs) They're still sealed up. They're still sealed up. No wellness checks. Yeah. No one cares. And, uh, but then people could eat anything. So they've probably survived. Right. 
I mean, uh, but then I remember they were running the drones over these people walking through their villages in China, and they're stepping out and walking there. They're like, bang, 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 which is like, go home. <laughs> and they're kind of smiling it, and waving at the little it, drone. Is it now? That's your. <laughs> 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 the beauty is I have no frame of reference to argue with you on yeah. that. Yeah, like, oh, oh, is that what that means? It sounded kind of Russian. But uh, <laughs> that sounds kind of Vietnamese. You already had Fauci as a Nazi. Yeah. Yelling at Chinese children. Yeah. So this I, isn't that far off base. I like to mix my nationalities and cultures. Well, uh, you got to listen, follow your demographics. Yeah. And I think I think uh, I think China's the odds on. I think at this point in time. Yeah. If you're betting black. Yeah. China's like minus 120. <laughs> Right like now. the Kansas City Chiefs. With the, with the spread. They're like you the know. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but no, I don't know, man. It's like it's a crazy world. Nobody realizes just how crazy it is, I don't think. No. And, and, and then you have, speaking of China, it's amazing to me how, how people suddenly are so pro-Palestine and pro-Muslim, I guess, with this whole thing going on with Israel. But they have never said anything about the Muslim Uyghur slaves in China. Mm-hmm. Like, they've never had any of those marches. Those are the people who make these iPhones. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. They've mm-hmm. never, they, it's like, mm, free Palestine. But you've never said anything about Uyghurs. Nothing. You so, couldn't even. I, I have to look up how to spell Uyghur when I'm trying to spell it out on something. <laughs> it's not as easy as you think. These There's people can't U. find Palestine on a map. No. Seriously, if, if, no. if it wasn't shoved in your face in every news outlet, you're like, oh, that's the Gaza Strip? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, I oh, thought okay. that was Nigeria, the whole other part of the southern part of the western part of the continent there. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. We're stupid people, though. <laughs> and you know how people get so damn triggered, Derek, over just, we just make fun of things. Right. And we have fun making fun of things. Mm-hmm. People can't handle it. No, they can't. They can't handle it. So No, not at all. I, I think the biggest thing that I noticed, too, is whenever anybody is going to take some pro-palestine or whatever stance they want to they, they want to take i mean yeah. nobody spends 10 minutes going on youtube or whatever to find some historical reference no. to at least educate yourself so you don't sound like a complete mm-hmm. defcon 5 waterhead <laughs> you know i mean at least educate yourself to some extent and yeah. then if you sound like a moron go ahead and do that yeah. but i mean for the love of humanity i mean at least read a little history don't don't even get me started on that they're definitely not reading those books or paying any attention to that stuff so. well you mean the history books that we read or the ones that are the ones out that now are coming out now where we is, took out all the mean white people all the mean white people yeah do you, i saw the other day where they did a recruiting um where they did a recruiting commercial for the army they're jumping out of the planes or doing you know war training stuff and it was all white dudes it was all straight white dudes doing it and i was like we're definitely going to world war three like if they're if they're advertising for just straight white dudes to recruit that they're not going after the woke agenda they're not they're not hire, you know diversity hires or nothing like that we're definitely going to war world war three that's what well, we're, we're at it, everything that we that we focus on right now like they changed i didn't even know this they changed the name of fort benning yeah in georgia they did i didn't even know this my buddy's son was going through uh special forces training and he's like, I was in Georgia. And I go, Fort Benning. And he goes, oh, no, not, not Fort not Benning anymore. now. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And I didn't even know that they changed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, seriously? Yeah, like birthplace of the Army Rangers, dude. Fort Benning. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. it's not, not Fort Benning anymore. The, the big red one. And now, yep. yeah, and now we've got to change the name because uh, yeah. whatever. And I'm like. Well, I, they did the same thing with Fort Hood in, in Killeen, Texas. Right. They changed that. And uh, it's, it's woke, baby. 
it's woke. It's very understanding. I saw the other day where the FBI had a recruiting tent out and it was a pride tent. An FBI recruiting tent? With pride flags and everything on that deal. We need you to mean actually, like, where we was need this to look at? that image up. Was this at a strip mall with like a no, it was like out in a field, tent, like out and then a, like a mint mobile tent, you know, the most ghetto cell phone you can get your hands on. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, welcome to Boost and Mobile. A, and then a food truck <laughs> and the FBI recruiting tents right in the middle in of ju- them. In a jewelry store run yeah. by. You <laughs> yeah. will love this. It's guaranteed. Gold no. chain by the foot. <laughs> yeah. Click. Three ninety nine. Like, like, it's like turns, buying rope or link chain at the in Home your Depot. pocket on the way home. <laughs> turns green from the... From yeah. the sweat coming off of your nuts, you can handle the water, but do not get it near it. Um, that is, uh, but they did. They had the tent out there, and I need to look that up because I saw it just the other day. And I was where like, was this at? I don't know. I got to go back and read it. That's funny. This is what makes me undependable as a journalist. <laughs> no, <laughs> this, I'm not this journalist. actually makes you very credible as a journalist. <laughs> yeah. And I go, I don't know. That's... I don't know, but I saw it. I saw it. It was somewhere. Yeah. I'm it look, happened. I'm gonna look that thing up at the break. But uh, anyway. Uh, all right, hang on. We got to take a break. Speaking of that, I want to find out where that deal is. Where are we at? Uh, there's a lot to be nervous out about out there. We just talked about a lot of it. Um, you look at social media, and all you see is crime. You got societal decay. A lot of people run out and buy a gun, and then they just put it in a safe or put it in a closet somewhere. They don't train with it. If there's an emergency, you're not going to be prepared, and you're going to risk you know hurting yourself or somebody that you don't mean to hurt so uh you need to train and you need to, need to do it often you need to get good at it so uh it's time consuming when you have to go to the range it's expensive ammo prices through the roof iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home you download the iTarget pro app load your caliber specific laser bullet into your firearm and start training you practice alone compete with friends uh, you can train friends with it if they're new to firearms. Go to itargetpro.com. Get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. It is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training. It's part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Itargetpro.com. Offer code CHAD. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. My buddy, Derek Richards here. DerekRichards.com. He's a funny comedian. What's happening, man? He flew in from Vegas, baby. Good to see you. Good to see you, man. How you been? I'm doing well. Doing I well. saw on your schedule coming up, uh, I think November 22nd, if I get it right, right there at Thanksgiving, you're going to be in Port Charlotte at the Vasani. Yeah, I was actually, I was going to say, it's one of our our buddies common favorite places down I there, which is uh, great. Vasani in Port Charlotte, uh, November 22nd, and then... Uh, 24th and 25th so no show on thanksgiving but wednesday and then friday saturday so you know do you find that doing comedy over the years um and if you ever get a chance to go to the vasani and you should go when derek's there there in port charlotte go that's a great menu yeah great food's great they take care of you i mean yeah. that's a better run place it looks like a little castle on the side of the road it really is 200 cool some th- seat theater which Beautiful. is i mean just intimate they're right on top of you it's a uh, yeah. it's just a great it's a fun hang do you have you found that historically like thanksgiving weekend like black friday and then the saturday after is that good for you for comedy i you know i haven't really you ever thought about it like that holidays doing comedy i mean new year's is always its own little dumpster fire yeah so that's kind of a nah. 
Um, and I, I'm never a, a huge fan of doing the holiday parties at comedy clubs because, you know, whenever they're, you're doing a show and it's regular people like, you know, you and your date come in, but then also the local Chevy dealership came in yeah. and they're like, Hey, you know, <laughs> whatever you do, don't make jokes about Chevy. And you're like, oh, okay, I didn't. Yeah. All right. I guess we're doing this now. Yeah. Did I, did I tell you, um, we were talking about places we've gone I, a couple of Mondays ago, Mondays ago. Uh, Folds of Honor, which is huge. They had me up to speak at a fundraiser. They wanted me to come do comedy. And uh, they said, but you can't talk about Bud Light. Because that's Budweiser is a huge sponsor for them forever. And they said, we might have some executives there. Oh, and boy. Some, yeah. They said, don't talk about Bud Light. And I said, I, w- I wasn't thinking about doing Bud Light. We right. got there and they said, you know, the only rule is no Bud Light. And I was like, you know, you keep telling me. And I'm now I'm wanting to do it. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to say a lot of jokes about Bud Light. And they did. They had the Budweiser displays out there in the venue. I was like, wow. Um, but did no, you say I, anything or did you back away I from it? I let it go. No, I, okay. Trust me when I tell you, Folds of Honor has deep pockets. Yeah. It's a good organization. They have deep pockets, so I don't want to piss them off. They've been friends for a long time, and right. I love when they call. Um, but uh, holidays are weird. Like, you go out and do live shows. I, Thanksgiving weekend has always been good for me. Because I think people are tired of their family shit. <laughs> They're ready to go out and do no, something. No, I agree. I mean, especially like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is always a slammed bar night anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody comes into town That's a party. to see family and friends and reconnect with people. And so they end up going out and drinking and having a good time. And uh, yeah, the weekend I think ends up, uh, you're right. I mean, that's why movie theaters are packed on Christmas night because mm-hmm. people are so sick and tired of family and dealing with their garbage. They want to go sleep so, off the tryptophan from the turkey or whatever. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've done shows on like christmas eve before like actually on the holiday and i'm like it just doesn't that doesn't work you uh how, how long how long if like the only holiday i will say this and it's not really a holiday the only time i won't touch halloween people aren't going out on halloween they're too busy with the kids and the trick-or-treaters and the whole thing that's yeah. the only time i won't mess with it no they only don't time. i was in vegas uh doing a show on halloween really yeah over at uh, over at the mgm and it was a i mean there were people wandering around the casino but it wasn't like anybody was doing anything. Yeah. And, and like every comedy club in Vegas was just really. Vegas uh, is wild, but I bet it could get real wild if you go to the right spots on Halloween. Like, you know, that's the one time of the year girls can let out their inner slut and put on those costumes that are really. Well, yeah, boring. they're always the, the slutty nurse. Yeah. Or the slutty librarian. I love them. Or the slutty auto mechanic. <laughs> I don't know how many slutty auto mechanics you've seen well, roaming around. That's not oil I'm covered in. Over it. <laughs> that's tranny fluid we call it bud light from an actual tranny yeah (laughs) which makes it even better oh my god oh no but you're right halloween in vegas uh really like the weekend leading up to it because this year halloween was weird it felt like on a tuesday yeah uh if i'm not mistaken and so like uh, the weekend leading up to it is where it's where it's really Mm -hmm. uh really crazy but yeah. uh, but you're right. Yeah, Halloween in uh, in Vegas can be a uh, can be a complete uh, how uh, disaster. Yeah, I can only imagine. Vegas is a mess. especially on Fremont Street, old old Vegas. Oh, that's the truth. Down by the Golden Nugget and uh, yeah, the Four Queens and yeah. I, I got a buddy. Of mine. I say he's a buddy. He's a guy I used to know. He, he we were out for finals rodeo. You know that's always a big time in December. The oh, national yeah. finals rodeo. Huge. And I never forget this guy. He comes that I knew. He, he comes running up to me. and He goes, "We're on Fremont." And he goes. I got some cocaine and I go from where and he goes this guy over here I said you gonna you gonna trust that huh and he goes into the bathroom he comes running out he comes running out on Freeman he's I'm big no tune up like I'm so pissed off and I was like what he goes it was sweet and low 
<laughs> he went to the bathroom and snorted artificial sweetener. Oh, man. Paid 100 bucks Did for a it. line of aspartame. Yeah. Oh, man, that's hysterical. Yeah. So it's probably more pure than the cocaine you would have gotten down here. Yeah, probably. You know? I mean, I had a buddy of mine who uh, used to work a door uh, at one of the comedy clubs that was down on Fremont Street. Yeah. And the guy shows up, and he hands him an edible, hands him a brownie. Oh, wow. And he goes, he goes here, he goes, I can't. Uh, does somebody come in into the show? He goes, here, here's a, here's a, a brownie for you. And I, I look at him, and I go, you, you didn't eat that, did you? And he goes, oh, yeah. I go the whole thing. He's like, why not? Oh my god! And then he and then he texts me at like three in the morning, and he goes, he goes, I am I am wide awake watching Schindler's List. <laughs> Eating this edible was the worst idea ever. I'm like, why would you watch Schindler of all the movies that you could potentially watch? Oh while you're gonna gosh, be flying dude. on some edible that some creepo wow. gave you at a club. Wow. I, don't I mean, want, you know, Caddyshack, airplane, yeah, something like that. I don't want to strain a weed that leads me back to the Holocaust. <laughs> I don't need any of that, dude. None of that. I, the Undertaker, you know, the professional wrestler, he's retired now, Mark Calloway, the Undertaker, he's a buddy. He was telling us a story. He went out there, and one of his ex-wives, he, he was out there, and he said he was out all night. He was supposed to take his wife out for dinner and all this kind of stuff. And, and I forget what he said. He went out and got messed up one night he, he found jesus he's away from all of that stuff now but um he said he came in at like five o'clock in the morning knew his wife was going to be pissed he said so he went into the bathroom and pulled his pants down around his ankles and just like took his shirt off and took a bunch of spare change and dollar bills and scattered them around and just fell out in the floor like he'd passed out so that she would think that he came home <laughs> like, like, like just like a dead possum just lay there you know and he said she got up peeked in the bathroom and then he heard the door she just left like he laid there for like two hours he was committed to the ruse man he staged his own crime scene he staged his own crime scene <laughs> that's great here's a six foot ten wrestler who you know goes With by the undertaker yeah. change gum wrappers yeah. napkins whatever he said that's how messed up he was vegas my point is vegas does things to people it does and how is it living there i mean I, i've talked to some people and they're like it's a pretty conservative place if you get off the strip yeah it's pretty chill i mean i live in henderson so i'm mm. about 20 minutes away from all the chaos and pandemonium so i'm close enough to it where i can get to it um and obviously to go work there which is you know super easy to swing yeah, down there and, sure. and knock out shows and then come back home but um one of the funniest things and i was gonna mention this because we we're just talking about you mentioned the rodeo I remember working at the MGM when the rodeo was happening years ago, and I don't know how I don't know how MGM booking thought this was a great idea, but they booked Andrea Bocelli. Okay. At the MGM Grand Garden Arena, MGM was one of the host hotels for the rodeo. So you've got all these yeah. cowboys coming in, Texas, Oklahoma, Montana, Kansas, just getting lit. Yeah. In the bar area, and then the Andrea Bocelli show lets out. Wow. So you're seeing these people in. In, in tuxedos and it looked like everybody from trading places like mortimer duke and his brother <laughs> yeah. and their wives yeah and just these just these good old boys with the belt buckles and the stetsons yeah. the whole shot just getting lit and throwing back shots these people were just like walking by scared i do it was so it was so funny i'm like why did you not why, why you would was think this you would think through that you would think you would think through that and bocelli didn't see any of that he doesn't see none of it. Yeah, he's the blind one, right? Yes, he, yeah. yes, yes, he is. 
<laughs> I'm trying to get my tenors straight. Um, <laughs> I like how you qualify that. He didn't see it. He's a blind he one, right? He is the blind tenor, right? He is right? a blind yeah, one, right? One. Okay. He didn't see shit. Um, I always tell the joke about Ronnie Millsap. He he uh, he quit he quit skydiving because he scared the shit out of his dog. Uh, <laughs> 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 ah, poor CNI dog. So um, wrong. You're talking about mixing mixing uh, uh, you know categories there we were out there for national finals rodeo and then the conor mcgregor fight was happening and so every man on the island of ireland came to vegas for that fight mm -hmm. so there were ten thousand cowboys ten thousand ten thousand irishmen and you thought that was going to be a shit show but they all got along apparently both found camaraderie and whiskey oh yeah and it worked yeah it, it worked i didn't hear but one fight that happened in a bathroom but mgm was covered with cowboys and and Irish cowboys and mix <laughs> oh my god that would be that would be great the only time there's ever problems in in vegas is when there is um when there's a boxing match yeah and if it's a if it's a uh say it just say it if it's a black fighter there it is and a hispanic fighter there it is there that it is. is right there that is literally people will call off their yeah. shifts at at mgm <laughs> because there will be it's gonna be some stuff's going down i wonder why that is george <laughs> George, get your people. Yes, he <laughs> get your people, George. We all know it's the Hispanics and the blacks. Good God, close the border <laughs> around Nevada. Oh Lord, have I mercy! I see the Irishmen and the Cowboys getting along. They get along just great. fine. Absolutely. I was not expecting it to go well. Yeah, but I know the ones I hung around with. We were, we were all going. Oh hey, oh hey! I don't even know what that shit is. <laughs> I thought we were at a soccer That's match. That's a soccer match. <laughs> you know? I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I was like, okay. I'm, I'm Irish. I'm not, but I can pretend to be. I drink like one. All right, let's go to a break. I want to keep talking some more to Derek. Uh, hang on, let me get to the right one here. Oh, you already got me set up. Hey, guys, you got to clean your guns. You know that we talk about it every single day. It's a dirty job, but it's a responsible part of being a gun owner. And I found the most efficient way that you can clean your guns is by using Barrel Buddy. Barrel Buddy is safer. It is cheaper. It is cooler. It's easier. Barrel Buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel. It makes sure to clean the rifling grooves. It comes in all the different sizes to match any caliber firearm you might own. And they're composed of the polymers that won't leave behind the uh, residual, you know, the lint and the particles. So it's safer as well. It scrubs. It collects the particulates. It absorbs any remaining residue. It buffs the interior surface clean. And you can use it to lubricate your firearm as well. So you know how important it is to clean those guns and be ready at all times. Be a responsible gun owner. Get Barrel Buddy. It's a new concept, better concept, safer way to take care of your firearms. So get some. You're going to love them, I promise. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back. Let me look it up because I want to get it right. And I know it. So you can go to DerekRichards.com. Yes, sir. And you can go to Comedian. Uh, is, it, let me spell it. C-O-M-E-D-N. So it's like comedian. We'll play on the word. Correct. D. Richards. C-O-M-E-D-N. Comedian. D. Richards. You can do that on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And uh, like he was saying, he's got uh, the Port Charlotte there in uh, that western, that sunny western coast of Florida. Um, and then uh, November 27th through the 3rd, he's at the Comedy Cellar in Vegas. So uh, go see him. I started following you. God, it's been a couple of years now because you would post, you were posting your clips on Twitter and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, this dude is funny. Yeah, he's thank funny, you so funny, much. funny. And um, I, I was like, yeah, and you get it. Like, you're not woke. 
<laughs> as far as far away as you can possibly imagine from woke. It's funny how we find each other. It's funny it how is. we find one another, well, right? What was so funny is because I had I, I had heard of you from playing at venues that you know yeah. that we'd be crossing paths. I mean, right. you'd be there before I was, or vice versa. And uh, Vasani, mm. the people down there, yeah. Eric and the Eric. whole crew at in Port Charlotte. Um, cause I had asked, I was just talking with him and I go, and I go, how's, I go, how's, uh, you know, Chad Prather do here with you guys? And he goes, oh, Chad's awesome. He's great. Blah, blah, blah. We have a great time with him. Blah, blah. And so, and then I had, you know, and everybody else that was working there was, you know, was saying nothing but great things about, you know, like, oh, this was cool. So it was just perfect timing that I ended up running into you here at yeah. Blaze. Yeah. Like a few months later. Yeah. So. Cause I saw you across the thing. I think you'd come in to do a uh, normal world and I yeah. saw you across the thing. I was like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. I know that guy. And you never know who you're going to encounter in this building. So, oh, know, I know it's f- so funny, uh, which is a cool thing. It's a little perk of the deal. But um, no, I was glad that we finally connected and, and you were able to come on a little bit. I want you to watch a clip. I want to get your reaction to this thing. Um, it's weird to me that I keep saying Bill Maher is becoming our voice of reason. I know, right? But he can get away. He can say anything because he again right. he's a liberal, right? So he can say it, right? He pisses him off. But anyway, he had my favorite non-scientist on Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, who <laughs> another black guy which I mean again if he goes to Vegas there's going to be a problem um, <laughs> only if some of George's people show up only apparently. if there's a Mexican sci- non-scientist to yeah, show up if there's too a, if there's a some, scientist with a sombrero <laughs> they're going to be sticking bumps and burners up each other's ass or something <laughs> god <laughs> you haven't wanna... seen a melee till you've been to the science fair yeah <laughs> A Mexican science fair. Can you imagine? They're industrious people, though. But, oh, they are. They really are. People. They're like they're going to stick with the project until they come to the conclusion. I mean, that's that's their science. It's like <laughs> we dug a hole, senior, but no, now we go over. <laughs> <laughs> Too much cement, man. We go over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I love it. Um, uh, play this clip of Bill Maher and the black guy. Surely there is a portfolio of jokes that would still work on a college campus. Surely. I would hope not. From what, maybe maybe some college campuses, the ones you read about are f***ing insane. You've given up on an entire generation, and you don't know how to make them laugh. I have given up on any place that doesn't even remotely attempt to believe in free speech and thinks that anything that, that they hear that they don't like, that they don't agree with, is violence. These people are fucking nuts, and you should be calling them out. Somebody like you, who has standing with kids, should be not joining them. I do when, them. when there's you a science taking, you're doing what, to it. You're yes. doing what parents do. You're What's taking that? the path of least resistance, I, and therefore hurting the kids and yourself. Parents <laughs> ruin both their lives. They ruin their fucking spoiled kids' lives, and they ruin yeah. their own lives because the kids rule the roost. So that's that's what you're doing on a national level. I, I'm feeling more like on the porch. Get off my lawn. <laughs> really? I feel like we're in the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Wow. <laughs> wow. So he's obviously talking about places he won't go do comedy. Right. What about you? There are places you won't go? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I will never do a show at a college campus. Me either. Ever. I mean, I... Won't do it. Like he was just saying, I mean, that is literally the last place that you can speak freely about anything. Yeah. If it's if it's against whatever the narrative is that they're shoving down the kids, you know, down the kids' throats. The, um, last, the last college campus I did was Texas A&M. It was fine. Uh, but the, clo- the I might as well have been on campus was in uh, Missoula, Montana. 
and that that was like death threat central really oh yeah it's like a little california there in montana and it was bad i had heard parts of that yeah of montana were like that and missoula's uh, horrible interesting all these little rich kids from la they their daddy sent them to college up there and they're right. they're woke and i was like yeah you know it's cl- i mean it's basically like doing a college theater it wasn't on campus but it was right there right so i was in the college newspaper they were protesting me they were, See, they were oh, b- before your arrival oh yeah Oh, they yeah. were doing, oh, and they were sending man. messages. They were really trying to, you know, uh, and in the venue guy, the buyer, he was like, "Dude, do we need more security?" I was like, "Not from these pussies. I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like legit Montana people. No, no, no. no. These are no. I was like, the guys I got with me are fine, so yeah. it was okay. Uh, yeah, I but, won't do a college campus, and I also won't do. I, I work some cruise ships from time to time, mm-hmm. but I won't do uh, any of the family friendly shows on a cruise ship that's good because i see that yeah well and, and i have no issue doing corporate events right yeah you know, i'm an adult that likes to talk to adults but if you've right. been on a cruise ship when they have the family friendly shows there's five and six year olds crawling all that's over tough. each other in the front row and not like they can understand what comedy is anyway you can put the cleanest comedian in front of these little shits and they're not going to they're not, not going to know bit. anything yeah take brian regan you can put jim gaffigan who are hilarious and super clean, but these kids aren't going to get it. Not going to get and, it. And the parents are always looking for something. And there's always You're like right. somebody who's like the the ultra clean family friendly show on a cruise ship seems to be just what the Karens of the world look for. Mm-hmm. And they're waiting, they're waiting for the gotcha moment to get you, and then go to the guest services and try to get a free cruise out of it. Like a buddy of mine was doing a family friendly show, <laughs> did a innocuous Kamala Harris joke. Yeah. Some lady went to guest services and said the comedian was making fun of black women. That's how, yeah, that is how this was processed in this, in this person's jacked up head. Wow. And then, and they don't even, they don't really think of the damage that that can do to that comedian with that cruise line. Yeah. So now all of a sudden they, everybody gets on guard. Now he's got to recite the joke to corporate. They got to pull tapes from the show oh, to make, boy. oh yeah, it's a process. And I'm like, uh, you know. I know a lot no. of cruise ship comedians, and I was I was in Nashville a couple of weeks ago, and one of my music guys buddies he goes, um, "Why don't you do cruise ships?" And I was like, "I don't, yeah, no, not yet." Like, no. And he goes, "But that would be a sweet gig. You're like around new people all the time, and maybe you make good looking women on vacation." I said, "You don't understand how cruise gigs work. You can't interact." with the guests like that i mm-hmm. mean you, you can get a lot of trouble real quick and i said and then like you said if you go out there and you say one joke that's yeah. misinterpreted because people are what did you mean by that i mean the nuance is lost or the sarcasm mm-hmm. is lost and then it's a they call it the six o'clock knock where they you're off the boat done yeah yeah oh we're in cosmel and i'm leaving oh yeah. who knew <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't know this this was you're this out. is now you're not welcome on the carnival breeze anymore this is this is galveston no this isn't galveston you're just out of here now <laughs> But pe- we have a hard job. That's the point of this. Well, it's exactly. But, yeah. but what's funny too is how people will pull stuff out of different jokes and create their own little yeah. narrative. Yeah. Like I had done a uh, a joke and it was uh, made fun of. It was a transgender joke. Yeah. Harmless, no big deal. Nobody can. I had a trans a trans person at the show came up and said that was funny. But then they do a joke about you know here's a great spot on, on board to take your kids. You know, if you have shitty kids, you know, I've got, there's a place, you know, that I, that I open up on all the cruise lines and I go, it's in the back of the ship. It's up top. It's on deck 16. It opens at 9 PM. It's called camp overboard. Mm. 
And I go, bring your shitty kids, bring someone else's shitty kids. I don't check your room keys, you know? <laughs> and so someone went to get services and said the comedian was talking about throwing trans people overboard. <laughs> you, can't, you can't make this up. You cannot make this up. <laughs> that is how jacked up our water supply is. It's actually, it's climate change is it's what climate it is. Change. It's climate change. It's, it's, it's COVID. It's uh, white supremacy. Yes. It's, it's nationalism. It's Trump. And it's climate change. Yeah. It's all of those things. Not necessarily in that order. Not in that order. Just depends what day it is. That's funny, dude. But people will. They'll interpret anything. I, we did a show this past weekend in, in uh, Tulsa, and there was this couple, middle-aged couple. They were sitting there, I mean, front and center, front and center, and they were bound and determined this was going to be no fun for them. Like, they had made up their mind this wasn't going to be fun or funny. And so I came off, I asked my opener, Jesse, I said, did you see that couple? He goes, oh my God, bro, were they that for you too? He said, I thought it was just me. Like, no, you egotist. It was, they just weren't having fun. They weren't, so it's hard. It's hard. But he's right. Bill Maher, back to that point. You know, he, what he's basically saying is, hey, call these people out. Nobody wants to call anybody out. Mm-hmm. And Neil deGrasse Tyson probably could tell him, say, hey, loosen up a little right. bit. Loosen up a little bit. And, but I'm not, I mean, if Jerry Seinfeld's not going to do a college campus, Chris Rock's not going to do a college campus, I'm not doing one. I don't think they listen. No. I, they, I, they don't listen. They yeah. don't. Neil, Grass, Neil, Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson could say whatever he wanted, yeah. but there's, it's, it's the old Mark Twain saying, it's easier to fool someone than to convince them they've been fooled. Yeah. That's and so, truth. you know, once these people have had this, you know, drilled into their heads for yeah. so long, he can talk about it all day long and yeah. that, it's not going to change anything. And He's, I don't, and even now, like I do shows on, on cruise ships now, the adult shows, there's a line that I work where they just have ships that have adult comedy shows on them and I'll do that. And you can see people in the crowd. You can tell the ones that are like a ship out of Galveston yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Boat full of drunk Texans all day long. Mm-hmm. I'll take that every single day. But you get some, you can, you could see people in the crowd. You can see, you can see the purple hair. Yeah. You know, you can see the, and it, it's like a, it's like a, a, a lighthouse flashing right. at you. Right. A lighthouse of wokeness. <laughs> and you can just see, and you can just, you can just hear. It's true. You can just hear all their medication getting sucked in their ass, you know, <laughs> whatever the hell they're taking or whatever SSRI is jacking them up. And, and you can just, you can just, you can feel that temperature yeah. with, with some people. I mean, obviously your crowds come to see you. They know what they're getting into. They do. Yeah. But, but on a cruise ship, yeah. it's you, like, yeah, hey, it's hodgepodge. hey, comedy, yeah. door opens, boom. Uh, this past weekend, I had a, had a guy who came and he was wearing one of my hats and stuff. And I saw him, I waved him over. We got to go to break here in a second. Uh, and he comes over and, and he said, I tried to come to see you last time you were in Tulsa, but she wouldn't come with me. And he points at his wife. And I said, are you anti-fun? And she goes, I'm anti-you. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, fair, fair. <laughs> Some days I am too. Enjoy the show, ma'am. I got to go to break. Hey, listen, since the early days of Blaze, we've been fortunate to work with Relief Factor. They're pretty cool, man. They brought this a- uh, unknown anti-inflammatory to the marketplace years ago. They tested it in their hometown of Seattle, another place I won't do a show. Uh, it had shown a rem- Everett. Yes, I'll do. I'll go up to Everett. Everett's good. Everett's good, but I'm yeah. not Seattle. Anyway. Everett's not Seattle. But it showed a remarkable ability to reduce pain for a lot of different types of chronic ailments. I love Relief Factor. I take Relief Factor. It's an all-natural alternative to pain medications. I trust it to keep me pain-free. Inflammation is not only the chief cause of pain, but it's a factor in a lot of other diseases as well, and they keep your inflammation markers in check. Hundreds of thousands of people are 
are ordering Relief Factor every month, 70%. Keep on reordering it because it works, and you can get a trial pack right now for $19.95. See if it works for you. I bet it will. Go over to relieffactor.com or call them 800, the number four, Relief. That's relieffactor.com. We'll be right back. All right. We don't have a picture of this because I didn't prepare these boys. But in the A block, we were talking about the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation setting up a, a tent to recruit. Recruiting tent. Yeah. Uh, and they received some major backlash on social media. They set up the recruitment tent at a pride event in North Carolina. And uh, it's the Charlotte branch of the FBI. And you could see, I'll show you, Derek, there's the, there's the little tent right there. Oh, wow. They got the little pride flags hanging all around the perimeter of the thing. And they got, oh, yeah. Wow. They are recruiting. I think they call that uh, grooming. (laughs) Probably. They're going to groom some gays to be agents for the FBI. They're going to go undercover. Why would they? It's like all of a sudden, you know, if you're, if that's your lifestyle, now you see the flag. Yeah. And they go, hang on. I thought these guys. Yeah. These guys were homophobes the whole time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on, Satchel, so. let's join. <laughs> Grab your sequins. <laughs> we're going. We're going to Langley or Quantico. Wherever you know the, we're going to do. Wherever the hell it's at. I did not know the FBI was so woke. We're going to go learn Arabic as a second language, and we're going to go to law school and pass the bar, and then we're going to come back and be special agents for the FBI. I don't know if people know that or not, but like to be an FBI agent, that's kind of really all they look for anymore is lawyers mm-hmm. with other languages specifically arabic yeah they love it if you know arabic mm-hmm. so um yeah but no you can just be gay now <laughs> <laughs> who knew you don't have to pass the bar just Come suck on. on one you can- <laughs> <laughs> i'm so ashamed but it's true <laughs> bring, oh boy bring your bring your bring your assless chaps yeah and- Welcome to the yeah. FBI. You want to know where I keep my pistol? <laughs> right by my dick. <laughs> there's a bar in oh. there's a bar in Vegas, and it was right across the street from this uh, like one of the classic dive bars in Vegas called the Double Down Saloon, which is an absolute. You would love it. Okay, it's a it's a train wreck. Yeah, but it's you got to go. I mean, you go in there, and I mean, you can probably catch hpv through your boots yes yeah exactly i know i can see you getting excited about this yeah so across the street there is a bar and it's a uh it's a a gay bar me and these three dudes are walking to the double down this guy's getting thrown out of the gay bar across the street and he's wearing cowboy boots and a thong wow and the bouncer's throwing him out and the guy says the guy goes my friends are inside (laughs) and he goes "Uh, i don't know what to tell you and he goes, well, he goes, I didn't bring in my phone. And he, the bouncer looks down, and the guy's got the cowboy boots and the thong. And he goes, should have thought about that before, cowboy. <laughs> and I mean, me and the other three dudes walking into the double down are dying laughing. Oh, wow. It was so, it was just a scene out of a movie that there's no mm. way you could recreate that under any situation. But it was classic. That's funny. I don't want to wrestle with a naked dude. Doug, did you see that video from last week where that cop gets beat up by the naked guy? And then the guy steals his truck. It's a patrol car. With the the whole thing, did you see that clip? That I was did in not Vegas. See that clip. It happened in Vegas. That doesn't surprise me. It happened in Vegas. They get into a little wrestling match. This cop is completely out of shape, of course, and uh, they. Uh, it's a naked guy. He can't get a grip on him. 
and a guy wrestles him to the ground, gets up, jumps in the truck, and drives off with it. Sirens blazing. What do you do as that cop? Yeah, you don't go back to work. You, you, you don't. You, you don't. You don't you go, don't go to where any see, of your buddies live. You or, don't go back to your. No. No you, bars. No. You mm-hmm. find the biggest bottle of fentanyl and just <laughs> eat it all. I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm gonna need to go into um, the um, the uh, evidence lab and uh, grab a bag here. Yeah. And it, I'm just gonna. I'm not coming out. I'm checking out. Yeah. This is it. It's pretty humiliating. And that, that video caught a lot of social media flack of people said, why aren't cops in shape anymore? I mean, they you know, they're just, this, it was humiliating. Mm-hmm. It'd be hard to wrestle a naked man, though, because you don't really know where to grab. I mean, time. you do, but you, you don't you want don't to. You don't want to. Right. You're like, this is the obvious. I don't want to. But this is so hack if I grab him there. <laughs> Did you see, uh, we talked about this earlier in the week, that uh, California spent $4 million on prisoner sex changes, and some of them were actually on death row. Like they, they, vagina plasties, new tits, cutting tits off, um, facial reconstruction. The you whole can thing. see the zero surprise look on my yeah, face California. when you said California spent California. four million dollars on this. California, eleven male prisoners got titties. That's amazing. Before me. they died? No, the uh, that was uh, four death row inmates that received sex change surgeries, though. I thought you just got a meal. Yeah. I- <laughs> I didn't know that it included one would think but apparently this one comes with pink champagne i would, I would enjoy a tighter ass <laughs> and of and a vagine you know when i when they give me the serum in my veins and i shit myself i want it to come from the prettiest little rump <laughs> can you make this balloon not sparkle before i die <laughs> i'm gonna shit the brightest glitter <laughs> Make my leather Cheerio blink. Oh, my gosh. You know, think that Blaze spends so much money on Normal World, and here we are doing it for free. <laughs> Comedy gold, Derek. All right. We got one more short little segment. We're going to wrap this thing up. Hang tight. Guys, are you ready for a health revelation that could change your life? Listen. Listen. It's the modern age, and more important than ever to take care of your liver. You want to ask, uh, why should I? It's simple. Well, your liver is what takes care of you. Five key functions every single day greatly affect how you look, how you feel, weight management, energy levels, cholesterol, hormone health, brain health, all of it. The problem is we are in a silent health epidemic. South Carolina, Indiana, Massachusetts, Arizona, Virginia, Florida, Texas. You know what they have in common? You combine them all together, you still wouldn't have the 100 million Americans that have a sluggish, fatty liver that makes people gain weight and experience chronic fatigue. So listen, do something about it. Try the product that I recommend, Liver Health Formula. It's an all-natural supplement packed with clinically proven botanicals to help you recharge and protect your liver. You can go to my dedicated page. You will get a free bottle of NanoPowered Omega-3. That's a total discount of 64%. Not going to find this offer anywhere else. So order today at GetLiverHelp.com slash chat. That's GetLiverHelp.com slash chat. A healthy liver is a happier you. We'll be right back. Brother, I had fun with you. Man, had a blast. Thanks we for having me. Do this anytime. Absolutely. Anytime you're in town. Quit Absolutely. Sh- quit schlumming over there with Landau. <laughs> hang out with me. <laughs> Here's what I'm trying to get them to do. I want to do like the Addison Improv or something. I want me, you, and Landau to go do a show. Let's do it. On an off night. Make I, it happen. I told Allie and them, I said, make some calls. Let's make that thing happen. You so, know people. I don't know. 
You're here all the time? Mm. That would be a blast. It'd be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah, just do it on off night and have fun. Check out his schedule, DerekRichards.com, and uh, go see him if you got a chance. Go down there at Vasani, eat you some good uh, some uh, Italian food there and catch a great show in Port Charlotte, Florida. Derek Richards, follow him on all the socials. Comedian, that's D-N, uh, R, no, D Richards. I messed that all up. C-O-M-E-D-N. Because I literally would- D. Richards. I tried to put Derek Richards on the thing. Yeah, it's hard. And it's like some real estate guy in England. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I got to try to find some Bastard. word mashup that sort of makes sense. But if you go to my website, DerekRichards.com, you can find it's all my social. And we're so. we're going to put it on the lower third okay, here, too, gotcha. so everybody can see. You see it down there. Go get it. Go get it, guys. Hey, don't forget to check out, uh, we're, we're premiering uh, The Blind here, which, of course, is um, the story of Phil Robertson. It's a great story. If you haven't seen it at the theaters, you can, you'll be able to check it out now for purchase on Blaze TV. So do that. Subscribe to Blaze. TV.com and use promo code Chad plus P-L-U-S it's a sign up and save $36 on an annual subscription my website watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is we will see you later love you God bless you bye